0: Start the recording here. Oh, man, almost almost didn't start the recording for all the people that uh, can't listen until later into the day. So for all you now just joining us, good day to you all. Um, No guests today. I'm flying solo. Um, We're going to cover our recent updates on platform development and uh, different marketing elements. Um, If you're interested in lending your voice to this podcast, you are welcome to ask me a question live, click the raise your hand icon in the voice chat UI and I will call on you to ask a question. Um, you're, again, you're more than welcome, though, to post any of your questions in our Telegram chat. I will read those as we go through the podcast today and do my best to answer your question. Uh, again, wanted to reiterate, uh, if you guys could forward me any messages that you see uh, with good questions from people in the community throughout the week, that would be awesome. Um, you know, the Telegram chat moves fast these days. Sometimes questions get buried. Um, People come in, they ask a great question, but they don't know to to tag me. Um, So if you guys could just continue doing what you're doing, tag me on these questions that you see people asking. That is fantastic. It helps me out, um, you know, being able to organize these questions and talk to the dev team to get you guys proper responses on all your inquiries. All right. Um, Let's just move right into the weekly update. We've got a really awesome one for you guys this week. Let's start off with our development. So we've got Phantom integration. So this Thursday, we completed the full integration of the Phantom network. Now our users will be able to trade using Ethereum, Polygon, Binance Smart Chain, Moon River, Avalanche, and now Phantom. Uh, It's easy one-click swaps between all of those networks. Now, this integration also includes the integration of multiple DEXs on the Phantom network, which enables our users to complete on-chain swaps to get price comparisons between SpookySwap, Swap, and SushiSwap. Now, if you're unfamiliar with the Phantom network, it's a fast, scalable, and secure layer one EVM compatible platform with a permissionless ABFT consensus protocol. Uh, on Phantom, transactions are confirmed in around one second and cost on average about one cent. The speed, low transaction costs, and high throughput make Phantom ideal for DeFi applications and especially for Rubik. You can read more about it in the weekly update. All right, our software development kit. So, our dev team is continuing their work on our SDK version of the Rubik Relay widget. This SDK version will enable projects to integrate our widget as a white label version of the widget with all the Rubik features that they can currently use on. The widget that we offer right now um, while also offering them the ability to customize a more thorough and comprehensive user interface and user experience integration of our service into their website or their platform so we're very excited for that it's going to be some cool stuff that we see coming down the pipe um, from different projects that are going to be integrating that as soon as we provide that to them all right uh 24 7 support so Um, We told you guys we were going to work on it. Um, We've been trying to fill in all of the time gaps to create full global 24-hour support, and we have now accomplished that. So in order to contact our support, you can always use our Telegram bot or you can use our live chat directly on rubik.exchange. For the support bot and Telegram, just go into our Telegram uh, main group and use hashtag support. Um, you, You can also add the link. Uh, so that you can open up a channel with the the bot there um, and get in touch with somebody from our tech support team. All right. Uh, before I go any further with developments here on the development side of things, I am going to answer some of your questions that have been asked throughout the week. So first one here comes from Fabian. He asks, is there any ETA on Uniswap version 3 uh integration um and he also said in quickswap on cross chain routing um so quickswap is actually already uh the dex that we are using for cross chain routing on the polygon network so um everything good to go there with your question as far as uh uniswap v3 for cross chain routing um i don't have an eta for you on that just yet but it's possible and likely that we'll get to it in december um, but we don't have an ETA at this time. Um, but yeah, that is that is the most recent update I just actually received this morning regarding that. Okay. Um, let see another question here. Ray Z asks, can the team get Trust Wallet working properly? So Ray, uh, compared to other wallets as it pertains to functioning properly for our multi-chain routing, Um, The team will solve this issue and work on getting uh, better integration of Trust Wallet for Rubik, Um, but they've just been very busy as of late, um, most recently, obviously, with the Moon River and the Phantom integrations, Um, and we've got a lot of other things that we're working on behind the scenes, things we haven't talked about yet, Um, but the, the team is aware of the community's desire to see better implementation of the Trust Wallet. Um, and we are going to get it done. No ETA uh, as of yet, uh, but our team is seeking to address the issue um, and we're trying to work with the Trust Wallet team to uh, figure this out so we can get uh, a more comprehensive and um, you know better functioning integration of the Trust Wallet on the Rubik platform. So thank you for that question, Ray. Okay, let's turn back to our weekly update real quick. So multi-chain routing protocol updates. Our development team continues to expand and improve upon our multi-chain routing protocol currently we are finishing our research and consultation with the Chainlink team in order to find the best way to use chain link oracles for rubik's multi-chain routing protocol beyond that we are also researching other existing solutions which can improve our multi-chain routing protocol um, we are wrapping up another call i believe uh, i think it's i think it's ha- happening right now to be honest, um, with the Chainlink team um, to discuss collaboration and, and how um, you know their services can help improve the Rubik platform. So excited to see what comes of that. Um, big thing that everyone has been asking about lately, audit report. So currently, um, I, I do have just a little bit of information to share with you guys on this. So Rubik is on the last phase of our security audit now that's being performed by Certic. So the first feature that was audited was our multi-chain routing protocol itself. Uh, In the near future, we'll also receive audit results from Certic pertaining to our staking smart contracts. So apparently that is what they are currently auditing um is the staking smart contracts they they've um finished doing the audit on the the routing protocol itself um and we will share more information as we receive it from CERDIC we haven't even received like the official results back yet from from the audit for the the routing protocol Um, but yeah we'll we'll get all of that um you know very soon so and we'll share it with you guys as soon as we get it okay guys you guys keep asking what's on the roadmap? What's coming, uh, what's coming next? Well, over the last two weeks, our dev team has been conducting research regarding the integration of the Solana network into the Rubik multi-chain routing protocol. And that integration of DEXs on Solana. So this week, we have officially begun development on integrating the Solana network into the Rubik platform. So congrats onto the dev team. They are doing a awesome job Um, and we will share more information about solana network integration in future weekly updates okay it doesn't stop there guys it does not stop there our development team has started researching the integration of the near network so the main criteria for the release of this integration is extending the near ecosystem and the creation of DEXs with high trading volume. So after we finish research regarding the NEAR network, um, we plan to start working on integration of that protocol network into the Rubik platform. Uh, And I did want to mention too, uh, briefly, and we'll get to that later as well, um, that we received a, uh, or we qualify for a grant from NEAR. So we're very excited um, and we are, i um, happy to, to begin development on that integration soon. All right, uh, last but not least on the development side of things. So new networks for Coinbase Wallet. So this week Coinbase Wallet started supporting Binance Smart Chain and Polygon networks. So now our users can use it to complete multi-chain swaps on Ethereum, Binance Smart Chain, Avalanche and Phantom networks as well. So super awesome stuff. Kudos to the guys over at Coinbase for pushing that update out. Um, And we will continue to uh, expand our wallet support as well as we continue to progress uh, with the development of the Rubik platform. All right, let's turn back to a question or two here before we jump onto the marketing side of things. Um, Oh, this is perfect. This is a perfect segue into marketing. Okay, Vax says, $5,000 $5,000 buys an ad block in Times Square in Midtown New York City, where traders have to go in to work daily. It's not like Rubik is blocked like Binance in the city that makes crypto trading a sin. One of the trading capitals of the world, unironically, DodgeBonk saw massive gains from this ad campaign. Is the ad space and routine followed by DodgeBonk under consideration? Uh, yeah, we've looked into it. So a few details. The price is around. 10000 to $30,000 per day, depending on the runtime, billboard positioning, etc. cetera. Um, the $5,000 amount people were suggesting, that's for a 10 hour ad spot only. Um, yeah, it's possible we could do a little fundraising within the community to get this type of ad placement. Um, if we did that, I could see us giving the community the ability to help choose what ads should be displayed um, and where within the scheme of the billboard layouts. Um, So let's continue this conversation between our marketing team and our community as we go into the weekend and into next week. All right. Um, Dippy Dupe asks, is the Anonymizer still part of the roadmap? If so, then when? And then he also asks, you're doing video chats. Is there still going to be Vlad coming back to host one or two of these again? Okay. So first part. Uh, regarding the Anonymizer, looking at the daily volume of one of the largest Anonymizer projects out there, uh, Tornado Cash. They're not doing a ton of transactions. Um, now, this is something that was asked earlier in the week, and I, I kind of answered it then. So I'll give uh, a similar answer now. I haven't checked the updated um, statistics on Tornado Cash, but from when I when I touched upon this earlier in the week, um, in the last 24 hours the previous 24 hours from when i had answered the question there had been about 7 deposits of 0.1 eth there had been about 20 deposits of 1 eth about 25 deposits of 10 eth and about 20 deposits of 100 eth now obviously the 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 100 eth those are whales um 10 10 eth those are more like dolphins and stuff like that um but you know as we witness more and more people taking anonymizer platforms across the industry, we will return to development on it. Um, those numbers right there, while it sounds like a large amount of, of money being anonymized, um, that's really a drop in the bucket compared to the rest of the industry. Um, I mean, you're talking about 100, 100 people and some of those deposits may be the same person depositing multiple amounts. So, you, you know, less than 100 people uh, in a twenty four hour period across the entire industry, we're using the the preeminent anonymizer platform. Um, that's a very low number. Um and again, that's something that Vladimir recognized looking at, you know industry use for this type of feature um and noticed that it wasn't in super high demand. I mean, on paper, sounds super cool. In practicality, not that many people are utilizing something like that yet. Um having said all that, we've we've done a significant amount of work and and made it huge strides on making that um anonymizer a reality. Uh the 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 team learned zk snarks for it. So um having said that, it's about 85% complete. But the remaining that the remaining 15% uh is going to take just as much development time as the first 85% which the team was working on for for I think it was like a few months at least before we put it on the back burner um so yeah i mean you know you're you're looking at again multiple multiple months i think worth of of development um hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of man hours possibly even into the thousands so um we'll share more information as we progress into 2022 um, and continue updating our roadmap and uh, continue adapting to uh, you know changes in the industry and and desires from the industry as a whole and our community so um, we'll be open and transparent with that uh, you know development process like we have been and um, we'll let you know when we have more to share in the future okay i will do one more of the questions that were asked throughout the week, and then I'll get back to marketing real quick. Um, okay, Kevin says a Rubik wallet would be amazing. Something user-friendly like Trust Wallet, but that actually works. New users could just import their existing wallet, seed phrase, and be good to go. A lot of new users struggle with MetaMask coming from a centralized exchange. Is that something Rubik is thinking of doing? Making a Rubik wallet. Um, Kevin, so you know in as far as the the complication and the difficulty for people moving away from a centralized exchange to decentralized exchange or to defi in general um that's going to be a basic problem like the there there is a huge need to educate people even people who are already involved in crypto um so you know over the over the course of this decade i think there's going to be um, a huge push to to educate people and to make people feel more comfortable. But of course, the platforms themselves are going to become more user-friendly, uh, not just in their interfaces, but in their user experiences as well. Um, you know, the average person barely knows how to use something like, like Coinbase or Robinhood, let alone decentralized exchanges. Um, so, you know, having said that, we hear a demand for a Rubik wallet. Um, there's no way that's something we could do in 2021, um, but maybe in 2022 at some point. Um, again, the the team right now is focused on building out the most robust multi chain ecosystem in the industry, um, and we are well on our way to to doing that and um, separating ourselves from the pack. Um, you know, we, we we've been trying to live up to the integrate one blockchain a month. Um, and we just did two in november so uh we're we're ahead of schedule um and the team is going to continue working really 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 hard like they have been um to to expand the platform and to integrate as many blockchain networks as we can um at least that makes sense and um you know yeah i think i think as we progress through 2022 maybe the team will have some downtime or we'll expand our dev team a little bit i'm not sure um and and that could be something that we put on our roadmap so uh, but we hear you it's under consideration all right let's turn back now towards the update so um marketing side of things now everyone's really stoked on the Phantom integration this week we get that but don't forget it's a grand trading competition for Rubik and Moon River. Um, we also have one for uh, was it up to $19,000 lasting until November 24th. So guys, make sure to check that out. Follow the links in the weekly update for all of the information regarding these trading contests. Uh, $19,000 up for grabs, guys. So don't sleep on that. Uh, Speaking about the Phantom integration, we would like to thank their team for sharing the news on their Twitter account. Uh, It was really huge. So, um, you know, now with Phantom being connected to Rubik's multi-chain ecosystem, there are now more trading opportunities for our users. Um, And Rubik is using, the the multi-chain protocol is using SpookySwap as the main DEX provider for our multi-chain swaps. Spooky Swap has over 6,200 pairs available with a total liquidity locked of more than $690 million. And the total daily volume completed through SpookySwap is more than $130 million. So thank you, SpookySwap, for hooking that up for us. And thank you to Phantom for sharing all that great news on Twitter. All right. Uh, We also integrated um, our Rubik Relay widget with some new projects this week. Uh, A decentralized crypto lottery and DeFi staking platform, Decentra. Uh, they put that on their, their platform there, and it gives their users an opportunity to buy their DLO token directly on their platform. Uh, big thanks to the Decentra team for sharing that news as well on their Twitter account. Um, and another integration was completed with FOMO3D. So now they are able to buy the P3D token directly on their website, and we want to thank them as well for sharing that information on their Twitter account. Uh, This week, our business development team member, Sven, attended the AIBS European Summit. AIBC Europe was held between November 16th and November 18th in Malta. Uh, Every single person Sven met and talked to about the Rubik platform was genuinely impressed by it, leading to many new and hopefully advantageous contacts. Uh, That being said, AIBC Europe was an amazing experience, and our team is already looking forward to the next one. So... Thank you, Sven, for for attending that in Malta and uh, got some pictures of him at the conference. You'll see that in the weekly update as well. All right. A big crypto community on Telegram mentioned Rubik this week. Crypto World News told their subscribers about our multi-chain swaps and reminded them about our two trading competitions that are now live. They've got just about 300,000 subscribers. So we'd like to thank them for that shout out and for telling all of their... uh, all of their subscribers. Um, And also the coin girl was very excited about Rubik and our continued integration. So she pinned a tweet about us actually. We'd like to thank her for her efforts there. Um, All right. Uh, Before I go any further with the marketing update, I'm gonna turn back to the main chat here and see if we have any questions that are being asked live. Okay, hey, Bobby asks, not sure if it was answered last week, is had to dive had to had to jump off, I guess you're trying to say, but are there any plans for Christmas promotions? Uh not that I'm privy to, not yet, at least. Um I'll definitely talk with the team about that now, though, and 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 see if we have anything in store special for the you know end of the year. Um yeah I, I i don't know bobby i will uh i'll talk to the team about it though uh sanan dimitri asks players play an important role for marketing as well as or partners i'm sorry play an important role for marketing as well as development of the project do you have any strategic partnerships that are backing your project yeah i mean where our dev team works intimately with the dev teams of these other major projects you know top 100 projects um uh and you know we we're trying to collaborate with as as many um up-and-coming projects as we can as well um so it's not just limited to to focusing on the you know big top 100 top 200 uh, projects but um yeah we've we've got some some pretty awesome partnerships um, in relationships with different crypto projects behind the scenes. Um, and and we do. We work with them um, and we'll continue to work with them, not just for development, but for uh, collaborative marketing efforts as well. Okay. Cougar asks, how does the Binance Panama Bridge going down affect Rubik? Um... I mean, I think it will inevitably drive more traffic to our website, um, being a territory um, or ha- having a platform that that doesn't limit people with territorial restrictions. Um, it will. Yeah, I think it'll I think it'll push, you know, increased trading volume um, through Rubik for sure. Um, we are trying to get listed as an official Binance Smart Chain bridge. So we are in contact with them to have them update uh, their webpage that it goes into detail, explaining that the bridge is going to be shutting down and all, all, all those types of things. Um, but I do think it will have a positive effect on us and uh, will increase traffic not only to our site, but increase uh, trade volume as well through our platform. All right. Just going through some of these questions here. Some of these are very like uh, standard copy, copy pasta, um, you know, from all the different Telegram AMAs and stuff. Um, I'll, I'll maybe answer like one or two of those just because they're, they're stuff I'm pretty sure most people listening to right now already know the answer to. Huh. abdrab says i was literally gonna ask about solana hey yep solana's coming next you guys we got solana in the dev pipeline uh, marcello asks why not cardano before near um not no i mean not just because of the grant don't don't look at it that way there's actually um I mean, it's it's a it's a coding language uh, issue, from what I understand. Um, we need to either hire somebody that is already extremely fluent um, in the programming language for Cardano, or um, we need to to put our guys to task on on learning it, on learning the grammar and the syntax of that um, programming language. Um, so, yeah, it's it's not it's not just about that it's about um you know our guys being able to learn i think it's what is it Plutus Plutus is the main programming language for Cardano uh but there's also other ones there's um glow and I, I think Marlowe and um so that you know the guys would have to learn that prior to us being able to really uh focus on Cardano integration that's not to say that we're not going to do it it's just you know an additional hurdle. Um, and, and we're just trying to close out the year strong. So, but don't forget, uh, we are planning to integrate three to six new blockchain networks in the first two quarters of next year. Again, we're focused on trying to integrate one blockchain network each month. So don't rule that out for early 2022. Larry asks, what does the team see as its biggest challenge in the industry? Um, I don't know. I can't speak, I guess, on behalf of the rest of the team. I'm sure if you asked uh, different members of the team, you'd get different responses. Um, so I'll just, I'll field this one as a personal answer. Um, What do I think is the biggest challenge in the industry? I think it's if you're, if you're speaking specifically about DeFi, um, I think the biggest thing is, is education and making the entire, the entire experience of DeFi user-friendly for people who would normally be scared away from this type of technology. Um, so there needs to be Uh, uh, major strides made in in educating people um, and making sure that the uh, user experience is palatable, that that people feel very comfortable uh, being able to utilize this new financial system in a way where it doesn't scare them. I think that's the biggest hang up. When I first got involved in crypto, the very first time I sent money from one wallet to another, i sent only a few dollars worth and ended up paying five times that amount in a transaction fee just to send you know one token pretty much because i was unsure whether or not it was going to get there um and and i'm a very tech savvy person so if someone like me had that type of trepidation going into you know uh, utilizing DeFi and 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 you know using utilizing my own wallets and sending money to and from those wallets. Now, granted, this was five years ago, uh, and there's been major strides in, in making it um, a lot easier for people to 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 do and perform all of these actions. Um, it's still daunting to the average person. Um, again, your average person barely knows how to use a centralized exchange. Um, they they're just now getting involved with things like you know Robinhood and eToro and Coinbase and um it it's going to take some time. I think that's probably the biggest hurdle. That's the biggest challenge I see is is um normie adoption is going to be I think the biggest challenge. So uh, that comes down to education and it comes down to creating a user experience that again is palatable to your average person to the to the average person who doesn't know anything about how the current internet works, about how their smartphone works. You need to make the DeFi experience um, enjoyable for that person and easy to, to do for that person. And if we're able to do that, then you're going to see global adoption on a scale that dwarfs anything that we see right now in the industry. Um, so so yeah, that's, that is my answer to the biggest challenge for the industry. Um, education, education. Okay. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? No additional questions for me today, guys. Hello. question. Oh, we've got a, somebody popping in here. Yeah. Hi. I was just wondering, sir, uh, how how Malta went, and if there was, uh, you know, if anything good came out of that so far. If you're allowed to speak on it. Um, you know, I haven't talked to Sven personally yet. Um, so he was invited before the conference even started. He got invited by uh, the people who put together the the AIBC Europe conference. Um, he got invited by them to go to like a VIP dinner the day before the conference even started so he could start networking. And um, from what I understand, I mean, everyone he talked to was like, wow, I, I haven't heard of you guys. You guys are doing an awesome a job, you know, they flip open their phone and they'd go to rubik.exchange and check it out. And everyone was extremely impressed with what we've already done. Um, and people were rather surprised they hadn't heard of us. So, I mean, obviously we need to do a better job of, of uh, getting out there and, and getting the word out on Rubik. Um, you know, it's one of those things. And I talked to uh, a friend recently in software development. He made the comment, um, if you build it, they won't come. You know, just because you 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 make something amazing, it doesn't guarantee success, it doesn't guarantee uh, popularity. So um, we need to do a better job educating people about why we are an awesome alternative to what they are currently aware of on the market. Um, and, you know, making those types of connections at, at that AIBC summit. Um, I think are going to be paramount to increasing, you know, cross marketing collaboration with other projects and, and getting the Rubik name out there. Um, But yeah, from what I understand, it was extremely fruitful. Um, He met a lot of people and um, I haven't talked to him again, personally, since he's uh, returned from that. But from what I understand from, from people on the team telling me, um, he talked to a lot of different projects and um, there is a lot of potential collaboration that is going to come out of having gone to that event right i'm just wondering too because with the binance bridge closing on the 25th like there's definitely a lot of uh chance to market that heavily and i hope that the Rubik team doesn't miss out on this opportunity there absolutely absolutely i agree with you um and we will uh we'll be working on that perfect thank you boomcell appreciate it uh, looks like we have another question here um Matthew, go ahead and ask your question. Sorry, that was actually a mistake. More bad. Oh, not a problem. Not a problem. All right. Um, let's see if we have any additional questions in the chat here. Uh, para Zadara, go ahead and ask your question while you're typing that I'm going to go back up and I'm going to answer one of these other kind of canned questions that people ask. Let's see. Um, so Sanan says smart contracts are susceptible to failure and many projects fall victim to this costing users money and uh, discrediting the project. How reliable and secure are your smart contracts? Have you tested them through any, uh, parties. Um, Yeah, I think one thing that kind of gets either overlooked or it's just not even known um, is that uh, Vladimir Komarov, the founder, co-founder of Rubik, he is responsible for the My Wish project and they have generated over 31,000 smart contracts for multiple blockchain networks Um, and those are deployed smart contracts. So, As far as having smart contract coding experience, I would, I would argue that our dev team is one of the most uh, experienced teams in the world with smart contract generation. Um, I mean, that is literally what the my wish project is. Um, now while they're their own thing, um, you know, we do share Vladimir, um, and his, his coaching and his oversight with regard to programming. Um, so, uh, as far as as far as that goes i i think just on a foundational level we're already starting with um, an incredible pedigree uh you know with with regard to smart contract creation um but we do do our own internal audits um the most recent audit that was completed was earlier this year we are in the process right now of having our project again audited by uh, a major tier one auditor certic um, they just got finished auditing our uh, multi-chain routing protocol and moving on to auditing our smart contracts for our decentralized liquidity pools, our, our staking pools. Um, so we will have more to share on that in the near future. As soon as we get those results back, we will share them with the rest of our community. Okay. Okay, um, Abdrab says, I think I noticed it was you who did the Algebra YouTube tutorial video. How much time do you put into Algebra, if at all? Um, Funny you ask that. So somebody from the Algebra marketing team actually reached out to me earlier this week, and they said, hey, we want to put out a tutorial. Would you be able to do some voiceover work for us? Here's Here's the script that we have so far um was is this something that you could do for us please um and yeah i mean i love i love kind of doing voiceover work and stuff so uh to me it was was a pleasure to do um and so i just kind of you know revised the script a little bit did my voice recording um and and away we go uh i do not spend that that's probably the most time i've ever spent doing anything um for algebra aside from maybe, um, some additional, uh, you know, proofreading on some documents, um, you know, just grammar, spelling, syntax, that kind of thing, um, and and yeah, I, I really don't spend that much time on it. I I, I work for Rubik, not for Algebra, um, and so yeah. I mean, I'm sh- I'm sure I could be tapped in the future to do um, you know some additional proofreading for documents that they put out or press releases. Um, as well as potentially doing some more voiceover work for some tutorials for them, I I wouldn't mind that at all. Um, but no, not my focus, and uh, not spent very much time on on anything to do with algebraic like, at all. Uh, did I get paid in ALGB? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't ask about money or any, or anything. I'm not freelancing off like that. Um, you know, I'm I'm a nice guy, so sometimes I just do things because. Because I'm a nice guy. Uh, Other times, because I really like it. So this kind of happened to be an amalgamation of both of those things. Hey, I didn't say they don't pay me. So they don't pay me an ALGB. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Para Zedera asks, so stakers will provide liquidity, but how are you going to calculate APY? Uh, Does it calculate with how much stakers go in and with the percentage of bridge swaps at RBC or what? um so that's going to be tricky i mean we'll do our best to provide people with uh an estimated apy um for staking but it's going to be wholly dependent on two two factors one how many people provide liquidity or i should say the overall um, amount of rbc being staked for liquidity and then your percentage of that overall staked liquidity and then uh, trade volume across to our multi-chain routing protocol; um, those two things are going to dictate the APY. So, I think as we start getting some p- preliminary numbers in, once we launch um, the staking, we'll be able to see what kind of volume we're getting and what the the, the return rate is on um, your, you know, allocation of. Uh, your 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 staked tokens to the overall pool and then how that would translate into um, y- you know revenue for for you as a staker so um i don't think it's something that we'll be able to say you know you're going to get this you know arbitrary number apy percent um it's not going to be like that but we'll we'll try to give people like a broad sense of what the ranges are and again if you know all of a sudden um, you know, trade volume across our uh, multi-chain routing protocol increases tenfold and there hasn't been any additional liquidity provided, then you're going to see a huge increase in your APY. So, you know, we'll just have to wait and see, I guess, is the best way to answer your question. There's there's too many um, unknown factors that play a role in in calculating that. So, All right. Okay, guys, uh, I think that is pretty much going to do it for today. Um, let's take a quick look at the last few things. Um, oh, no, no, there's two two more things real quick. Let me go back to our, our marketing update. I got caught up with questions. Um, okay, so I am doing an, a, a Telegram AMA tomorrow uh, for Bitcoin industry. Um, It's going to be at 4 p.m. UTC, Uh, it's going to be 8 a.m. my time, Um, so feel free to jump in there and ask any questions if you guys would like, and um, yeah, I'm I'm happy to do that with them. They have a huge community. Um, And then another large media company mentioned us this week and framed our uh, multi-chain swaps as the simplest way to trade crypto tokens. So Bazinga posted an article where the author reviewed the various ways of being able to transfer tokens today. Um, and the outcome they came to was explicit. Rubik is the easiest solution for trading crypto tokens. Um, it's actually a really cool article. Go check that out. It'll be in the weekly update. Um, and, and I love that they used that extremely Keno image <laughs> of the, uh, <laughs> the DeLorean they're driving. So, all right guys, that is going to do it for today's show. Uh, As always, I'm going to select a question from today's show and award the person who asked it with $50 worth of BRBC. So give me a moment. I'm going to add all those names into a randomizer and select a winner. Give me just a moment. All right. I've got a winner for today. And I, I think I don't have the list of winners in front of me. I think this person's won it before already. Congratulations to Kevin. You've won $50 worth of BRBC. Shoot me a DM after the show today, and I will go ahead and uh, get you your $50 worth of BRBC. All right. Guys, that is going to do it for today. Um, Again, we can't do this without the awesome support from our community. So, I want to sincerely thank you from the bottom of my heart for joining me. I love doing this. It's awesome, awesome that I get to do this. Um, So, thank you for tuning in. And I hope you join me for another Rubik Weekly Chat. Now, next week in the United States is Thanksgiving. Um, So, if I am doing a show next Friday, uh, which I, I intend to do, um, it's not gonna have the same mic quality because it's not gonna be in my uh, remote office. It's gonna be uh, probably just at home on my phone or on my my desktop at home. So, um, but yeah, I'll let you guys know next week uh, what, I, what I have in plan for that. Um, you know, like many Americans, I'm gonna try to get together with family, um, and and just kind of take a breather, and relax, and and enjoy a four day weekend. So. Uh, Again, thank you everyone though for tuning in today. I hope to talk to you all again soon. I hope everyone has a fantastic Friday and a wonderful weekend. And as always, stay happy, stay healthy, stay hydrated, and most importantly, stay cubic. Take care, everyone.